Hello and welcome to How Are You Holding Up? A mental health podcast by the depressed for the depressed. I'm Chris. And I'm Lindsay. And I totally spaced it like in the intro there for a moment. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> it was it was a good moment of my brain just going processing. Lids, how are you holding up? <laughs> I threw out my back and oh. uh, you use your back for everything. Yes, you do. I threw it out at work. I think I was just like kind of in pain. I'd been in traffic a little bit longer than usual that morning. And I stood up. I was like, I guess I'll do some stretching. Very gentle stretching, just like hanging from the waist carefully. And as the day went on, I, I started noticing like, wow, it's really painful to to sit. And, and then at one point I stood up and I couldn't stand up straight. And my back like twinged. And I was like, oh, okay. And I had to like sit back down really fast. <laughs> That's so. no bueno. Uh, no. Is it more muscular or do you feel it like in your spine, like kind of a nerve pinching? I think it's a muscle. I think it's a muscle because it just feels like weak and like it'll like, yeah. And it's kind of, it's an, it's not in just one pinched area. It's kind of a, it feels mm-hmm. like a, an air, a um, larger area. How are oh. you holding up, Chris? <laughs> Um, I had my psychiatrist appointment yesterday. Um, my psychiatrist basically said, okay, things look like they're working really well. I just want you to make sure that you're monitoring your blood pressure because the combination of medications you're on can affect that. But for the time being, I don't see any reason to adjust the medications you're on. Uh, they seem to be working. I'm definitely in a higher mood lately than I have been in a while, which I've is noticed. really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, work is picking up. So that automatically puts me in a better mood. Uh, but yeah, there's still the, I still every day on my mood tracking app, I still check off lonely and tired and exhausted. So that's not changing, but you know, one thing at a time. One thing at a time. <laughs> but I also, like, I had a fun muscle moment the other day. I reached into my back seat to grab my water bottle, and I felt like my shoulder muscle just, like, completely pulled out of itself. And Whoa. I was like, oh, that's that's neat. That's a fun pain. So Yeah, I go into a weird spiral when something physical happens. It's one of the reasons I brought it up. It's like, I'm like, wow, I'm only 31 and like my muscle, mm-hmm. like my back is going out and my knees don't do well. <laughs> and going down the stairs, sometimes like my feet hurt in the morning and like, I don't think I'm okay. Like I'm already falling apart. I don't, I don't want to be in this much pain for like my entire, is it just going to go downhill <laughs> from here? Like it, these things are never going to get better. So I'm a little bit concerned and it's the kind of putting me into a weird dark spiral. So, yeah, that, that does happen. I feel it's, it's more common. The, the older we're getting, the more that our bodies are falling apart and the less that we have time to exercise and eat healthy and yada, yada, yada. It's a whole ordeal. Aging sucks. We, we managed to we caught up never to escape point. death. You know, when people are talking about their physical health and you're like, yeah, this is boring. Like all old people do is talk about their physical health. And then you mm-hmm. get older and you're like, oh, that's why. <laughs> that's all we've that's got. Because it's barely functioning. Anyway, speaking of going down a dark tunnel, mm-hmm. um, 
we were going to do today's podcast was going to be an educational one. So we pushed it back because I have had an interesting experience that I wanted to share with my listeners, yes. our listeners. Um, as some of you know, I've been in a committed relationship with my boyfriend for over a year now. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, we, we've known each other for about a year and a half and, um, things were going really, really, really well. Uh, we're still together, just so everyone knows. <laughs> yeah. And uh, when we got together, I was very honest with him. I, He already knew that I ran a podcast, so that made it so much easier um, than having to, like, come out to my partner about having depression because I know that some people would be extremely turned off by that. So it was he, – he was, like, so positive and, like, so wonderful that you want to help people. And I was like, great. And – he said when we talked about mental health that he understood depression, that he had people in his family who had off and on had anxiety and depression, but that he himself, when he went kind of into a darker place, it would be like a couple days. So in mm -hmm. my mind, it was like, well, maybe that's not depression. Maybe he just kind of gets low on spoons. Yeah. Um, and he hadn't been to a therapist for it. So. And he's kind of always considered himself a little bit more introverted extrovert, right? I think he's actually more introverted than I am now that we've, we've been so social lately and we've like some, <laughs> he has less fun than I do, but yeah, no, he, I mean, he's very personable, very mm. positive change. He's changed my life. It's one of the times where it's like, wow, having a good partner who is positive and, and light has made me a better person and made me want to think in a more positive way. You know, he'll ask me, what am I grateful for, for that day? So we can like start a happy conversation. It's really nice. Mm -hmm. That is um, nice. Yeah. And he's the type of person who doesn't go home and like gossip about anybody, even people who are not great. Um, he just doesn't talk badly <laughs> about people. He's so sweet. So lately um, I noticed that things were kind of changing and I thought, well, maybe it's because, you know, coming out of the holidays, we'd been so busy and we have a long commute and we were maybe over socializing and, um, our We've house had been working constantly work. Yeah. He switched from being independent contractor to being salary. And so he hadn't been used to, you know, five days a week kind of situation. And so it was, it was a mixed blessing. And I had just kind of thought that he would, come out of it but i noticed that his moods were lower we were having a hard time connecting he wasn't joking the way he used to be and it's slow it's these like it kind of creeps up on you and you think like oh i'll be out of it tomorrow and i'll be out of this funk tomorrow and then like the days go by and you're just not and you have good moments in that time and then it came to a point where i i was really getting my feelings hurt because it was like hey when you're on the way home, would you please grab some um, sweet green tea? I very rarely ask him to pick up anything on the way home. And it was like mm -hmm. the one request I just wanted, something easy and caffeinated. And he came home with like tea bags. <laughs> I was like, did you not think about, okay. And then I got up the next morning and he had brought home eggs and I couldn't find them anywhere. I was like, where did you put the eggs? He had left them on the counter. And that's so unlike him. Yeah. It left it on the counter all night. So we had to like get rid of them. And, and it was one of those things where I was like, what is going on? Like you're not remembering things. You're not focused. We're not having the same kind of conversations we used to. And, you know, part of me wanted to chalk it up to um, 
like I said, exhaustion, but also the fact that we've been in a relationship now for over a year and that like the magic was fading maybe a little bit, you know, kind of getting into a comfortable mm. groove and um Sure. Yeah. And then he we started having these conversations where he was like, I'm just not enjoying anything. I'm not like I sit down at my computer to play games and I can't find one that sparks anything. I just don't feel like doing anything. I'm just not able to focus at work. I just don't care. Um, and he wasn't able to connect with me. And we were, and it was like, I had never been on the side of discovering depression in my partner. And I think for men, it's really hard to talk about emotions. And he actually brought that up. Mm -hmm. Um, in his past relationship, he had tried to talk to her about it and she had been, no, you're not depressed. You don't have that. You just need to suck it up kind of a thing. Yeah. And it was really weird that I actually, I didn't feel the same way. I didn't feel like being like, no, you're fine. But part of me wanted to say that in, in like a way because like I didn't want to believe that he had it, depression. Yeah. You know, it's like you don't, you're like, oh, but that's such a serious thing. Like you're not depressed. You couldn't be depressed. You're, you have all these wonderful things. You've got this great job and this great house and we're doing really well. <laughs> and And then I was like, wait, Lindsay, like, yeah, no, that, it's that's, that's literally exactly, everything that people tell us. <laughs> exactly. And I didn't so I actually didn't say it out loud to him, but it was an interesting like impulse that I had mm -hmm. even though I literally have a mental health podcast. <laughs> yeah. No, it's 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 true. Like that's one of the things uh that I noticed in my own like in my own mental health history was I was never able to really talk about those those darker thoughts, those darker feelings because in at least my history, which admittedly is not the gold standard of healthy relationships. I was always the one who needed to be strong. I needed to be the support. I needed to be the person who my partner could come to and just say, Hey, I, I feel like crap. Can we talk about it? And I'd be like, yes, absolutely. Let's talk about this yeah. or whatever you want to do. Let's do that. I just want to make you feel better. And I want this to be okay. And as a result, my own mental health suffered immensely. So good on him for being able to talk about it now. Yeah. And it started off as a conversation about um, just getting enough rest. Like mm -hmm. I noticed that he was staying up way too late and I thought, well, maybe if you just sleep, you know, you'll feel better. You always feel so much better when you're getting good sleep. Sure. And then things weren't getting better with that. And so it was like step by step, we were trying to work towards like, what could it be? Like, maybe you're not getting enough vitamin D because the doctor said that you were low in vitamin D maybe you, you know you know like all the, the mm -hmm. and um and I was able to use all of this information that I had gotten from year of doing this episode <laughs> these episodes and um and be like you know I think that your depression is something that we can work through you're not out of control you um don't like because sometimes I think when we get depressed, we feel so out of control of it. There's just nothing we can do. Yeah. You know, there's just like you just, well, here I go again. And it's scary and you're jumping on. I was like, but there are things we can do. I'm not saying it's going to cure it magically, but there's things we can do. And don't listen to the depression. You are loved. You're doing great because that's the thing is depression as a liar. And it, and he kept feeling like he wasn't doing enough for me, which was crazy to me. Mm -hmm. um, something we had, I had never said to him. Yeah. And it 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 was like all he finally opened up and he told me all of this really negative stuff and I couldn't believe that he was experiencing these things, and 
I had to remind him that that's not reality. And then it reminded me of just how much we all forget that depression is just lying to us. We are love. We are lovable. We're fun. We're funny. We are enough. That's a big one, I think, is like you where you are right now is perfect. You're okay. You're enough. It's enough. What you have is enough. Your job is enough. It's enough. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we absolutely do forget that a lot of times, especially when depression doesn't necessarily start off as like an avalanche. It feels like it sometimes, but let's be real. Depression is a snowball. It is a tiny little thing that rolls down a hill and grows and gets bigger and bigger the longer you let it roll down the hill. And for the people out there who are caretakers and are very sensitive and give a lot, it's easier for you guys um, to forget to take care of yourself and and stop and be like, I need to get more sleep. I need Mm -hmm. to um, have a little bit more me time. Even if it's just like once a week having, you know, like that self-care, we have an episode on it and self-care doesn't always mean like, I'm going to have a bath and chocolates and rose petals all over my body. No, it's like, you know, (laughs) getting things done that you need to get done that you have been pushing off and it's negative for your self-health, self, yeah. Yeah. For your your mental health. Yeah. (laughs) It's, um, it's so, it's so funny. Um. For me, I in in my own history, uh, I, I'm trying to remember a time in particular that uh, a partner basically discovered they had depression, and I it's it's more it's more they've discovered other mental illnesses. Um, I still remember when one of my ex girlfriends discovered that she was borderline personality disorder yeah uh and she did not take it well um she more or less self-diagnosed which automatically is kind of a bad place to be but all you can really do at that point is kind of just like recommend that hey if this is a problem that you know you want to tackle we have to tackle this we can't just ignore it and that's that's such an in that's such a solid impulse when you're in a relationship like you said your first gut instinct was you can't be depressed no it's okay you're you're, this is a funk you'll get through it it's the automatic response is you want to fight that instinct yeah yeah i mean a lot a lot of it was also you know hey maybe thinking about therapy would be a good thing um that kind of stuff is hard when you don't have the time and you don't have really good insurance, but you know, like recommending that kind of stuff and being there for them and, and trying to be just emotionally available and not tell them how to fix it. I mean, I was like, Hey, we can battle this together and trying to be like empowering, not tell him like, Oh, this isn't serious. But Mm -hmm. um, it's like, I, I feel like I've been moving through stages with it as well, which is, Something I didn't think 
I would, I guess I never really like sat down. I was like, nah, Lindsay, if your partner has depression, this is how you're, you're going to respond. No, but it was like, at first it was denial in my mind. Yeah. I never told him like, no, you don't have depression. Cause I think that'd be a terrible thing to do. But <laughs> in my mind, yeah. I was like, nah, he's probably fine. He'll probably get out of it. And I was like, okay, it's been a couple of weeks and, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, yeah. It's and, and, and then looking at it, it's been like, actually probably more like a couple months and, mm-hmm. um, it's gotten worse and worse and worse. And then moving into trying to help then moving into also feeling kind of drained because maybe I, I tried too much to like take it on and yeah. and I'm not proud of this and it's something that he and I have discussed but I'm also afraid now I'm afraid that he and I will both fall into a depression at the same time I'm afraid that my defense mechanism has been triggered and I no longer feel like I'm safe Mm-hmm. Um, it really triggered some fear in me and some uncomfortable feelings that I'm going to have to face and we'll talk through. That's our superpowers. We're able to talk about anything, but, um, <laughs> but it, it's like, it's not, it's not like a pretty thing. I don't feel proud that I feel that way. I don't feel right that I feel those things, but it's true when someone is in your mind, that's like positive force and can get through anything. And it's just like, everything is water off their back. And then they sink into a depression where they can't connect with you. I mean, that's really confusing and scary and kind of shakes the foundation of what you thought you were involved in. Your Superman has a kryptonite. Yeah. And that's, uh, it is difficult to, to realize that. Um, Cause especially in like those, those really good, first stages in the relationship when things are going so well and it's new and exciting and there's there's always a you know it's uh it's well, yeah, always you're, you're so like, difficult what you're like well when the other when's the other shoe gonna drop you know what, what's it gonna sure. be and then for it, us it was like oh like we both have similar codependency issues mm-hmm. um i was going to say yeah. like that's one of the things that always you considering all three of us have those same kind of codependent issues. It's yeah. it's not easy to assuage that fear and immediately go into defensive like, oh, I can make everything better. Please, let me just help. Let me do what you yep. need, blah, blah, yep. blah, blah, blah. Yep, yep. <laughs> And Which is both, the worst. Have, it, thankfully, we have different triggers. Like mine are usually involved with my friends now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the reason is, is because his codependency looks more like um, the people pleasing, like if he were to pull away from me uh, hugely, like really, really pull, I would go straight into codependent mode of like, how yeah. can I fix it? Hello, I'm needy. Um, I'd turn <laughs> into a Jerry from Rick and Morty, you know? <laughs> hmm. Yeah, exactly. But so I thought that we'd like figured it out. It was like, okay, like that's going to be our burden and that's what we'll work through together. And that's what I'll support him through is like healing these things. And, um, and we'll get through it because blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it's been great. And I'm, I think the thing is, I'm just not very good at relationships, healthy relationships. I've always been in codependent or abusive in one way or the other, full of gaslighting and bad tendencies from on both ends. I have not been perfect, but I've done a ton of therapy and I've done a ton of self-reflection and taking responsibility for how crappy I've also been. And I've tried really hard to not bring that into this relationship. And when I feel myself going there, I communicate it. But um, we were past the year mark and I don't know if I've been 
in a solid relationship for more than a year without breaks. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm kind of, I'm don't, I don't know how to do this part. <laughs> I, <laughs> so I, think I think there's part of it. I feel like I'm in this weird, like my, my partner has depression and I'm trying to support them. And it's also like a guy and like depression can be so confusing when it's a man, I think, because it, it's not like easy to communicate it's not like you guys were raised on how to talk about feelings and then on the other hand it's like i'm dealing with my my issues of commitment and fears you know what i mean Mm -hmm. well this is i feel and you i think i think this is something that you're going to learn as you go along too just as Whenever I get into my next relationship, it's going to be a lot of learning experiences. But I think the most important thing is that you're both going to discover this together. Because, I mean, to think about it, his previous relationship was also not healthy at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's something that you both get to fully embrace the actual literal meaning of partnership. And I think that's going to be the best possible way that you guys could tackle anything ahead is it is through the partnership. It is through supporting one another. It is through both of you in a 60-40 relationship with both of you trying to be the 60. Yeah. And I mean, that's one of the things I told him was like, you know, at the end of the day, we love each other very much and we're best friends and we like each other. We just Mm -hmm. like who the other person is. And so even if things are confusing with the romance side of it and we don't know how to like navigate certain things, we know how to be a friend. Yeah. And so moving forward with that in mind too. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, guys, I just wanted to open up with the struggles of being somebody (laughs) with depression and all kinds of other issues and um, this discovery as you walk forward in life with someone else. How has it been, though, the last week? I'm I'm not sure when exactly you guys talked about this, but how have things been progressing? Um, The hardest conversation, I think, was about three or four days ago. And since then, it's been progressively getting better. I think having had some emotional release and having talked about it and kind of brought everything to light for him, he was also realizing like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know I was going through this. Um, mm-hmm. So I, th- I think it's getting better. Good. I think we're, we're going up and up. That is really, really good. And I'm yeah. hoping for the best. Thank you. But as for us, follow us on Instagram at Podcast, like our Facebook page, subscribe to the subreddit. If you want to support us directly, visit our Patreon, or if you want to send us something directly, go ahead and email mailbag at howareyouholdingup.com. We wanted to give a, a shout out and thank you to our current Patreons. Really appreciate it. It feels good to have some support. <laughs> yes, absolutely. We cannot... Uh stress how incredibly wonderful you guys are all of you listeners uh it's just it's amazing to us every week whenever we you know we check the downloads and we're just like holy crap (laughs) (laughs) yeah or like the comments or anything so anyway we just wanted to thank you guys and we hope that you guys are doing well in your own lives our our patreon supporters alicia 
Esther, Jennifer, and Kevin. You guys are all amazing. Thank you so incredibly much. Thanks, squad. And as always, don't Don't tell tell us us to just just get get over over it. it.